Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. My first guest this morning leads a renewables developer that's very active in the Irish market. It's working on 16 different projects on the island, but one of them has just run into a bit of trouble. Paul Carson is Chief Executive of Strategic Power Projects and is on the line now. Morning, Paul. Good morning, Gavin. We're talking about a project you've been working on in Kildare. Tell us a bit about it and what has happened. Yeah, sure. So we are developing a a large-scale solar uh, development uh, just uh, close to Pagestown Racecourse. It's, uh, well, it started out at about 135 megawatts of uh, solar power, but uh, through the planning process with Kildare County Council, we actually reduced it down to about 110 megawatts. So uh, the council were very happy with that, and they granted the um, planning application and uh, then subsequent to that, some local residents have taken uh, a third-party appeal to onboard Planola. And you're very unhappy about that, but it is fair, isn't it, that, that someone should be able to appeal to, to onboard Planola if they have a concern about uh, a development like this? Well, the, the, the planning system in Ireland allows for these third-party appeals, uh, but we would suggest that the threshold, uh, the bar for submitting such appeals is, is, is too low and it's, it's too easy to stall and delay projects uh, without um, sound reason. Uh, the Kildare County Council is uh, the, the planning expert in, in the area. Uh, they, they are the, the authority in dealing with these matters and they were fully satisfied with all of the information that we submitted with the application. Uh, and they had no concerns about any of the issues uh, that some of the residents had raised because we had addressed everything in our planning application. So we would see this as something that is simply causing delay to the project and could, in fact, knock it back by three or four years. And and that is is the issue here. The the country has set very ambitious uh, renewable energy targets at 80%. Uh, of all electricity to be by renewables by 2030. And if if we allow uh, this type of planning process to go on, we simply won't meet those targets by 2030. We're in the middle of an energy crisis. We have energy costs going up on a weekly basis. We have a a problem with security of supply this winter once again, where we just don't have enough generation. And and yet here we are, uh, that planning applications can be delayed without good reason. Yeah, well, you're, I mean, you're talking about good reasons and sound reasons. I mean, that's kind of in the eye of the beholder, I suppose, as to what is a good reason and, and what isn't. But, I mean, what do you think should happen? Who, you, you think you, there should be restrictions on the, the people who can make these kind of appeals? Who should be allowed to and who shouldn't? Well, no, I, I am all for public participation. I have a background in, in planning for the last 20 years. And I would never want to stymie uh, public participation in, in planning applications. Uh, I, I'm saying that uh, basically we need to have a system where uh, there is a threshold that there must be a, a very valid and sound environmental reason why a third party appeal should be allowed to be made. Uh, and the same applies uh, up into uh, what, what is happening in the High Court at, at the minute with judicial reviews as, as well on planning applications. And indeed, you know, this issue is causing the government concern. Uh, only last week, Minister Ryan said that, that these types of delays should not be allowed to be caused on uh, renewable energy projects. 
and indeed the Attorney General is carrying out a review at the moment yeah. uh, to to see what can be done uh, to to stop this kind of delay. So it, it's not it's not just me who recognises uh, the the flaws in the system, if you like, but but actually the government. Uh, recognises that it is causing significant uh, delays. Obviously, we want to get this transition done and, and you want to get your particular project built. But if we take a step back and look more broadly at what's been going on, you've kind of alluded to some of it already. I kind of feel a bit let down almost by the renewables industry because we, we hear all this stuff, for example, about how we've so much wind energy on the grid now, you know, which is great. But it's intermittent, you can't rely on it. And we still need the gas power stations to back it up and so we're exposed, as we all know, to what's going on with natural gas. So I'd put it to you, Paul, we've kind of got things a bit backwards. There, there needs to be much more focus on storage technology so renewable energy can be stored, deployed when the wind isn't blowing or the sun isn't shining, rather than having to use gas. Well, uh, absolutely, Gavin. You've had a, a very good point. And indeed, we are one of the largest developers of, of battery storage projects in the country. Uh, but again, you know, we have an issue with grid connections. So we have almost 500 megawatts of, of battery storage uh, at an advanced stage of development. 300 megawatts of that has full planning permission. But we can't get a grid connection for it. So the de- development industry uh, have been striving. We have been pushing forward with wind projects, with solar, with battery storage. But there are so many uh, stages of the process that are causing uh, trouble to getting projects on the ground and energised. One of them is planning, the other is grid connections. So I, I suppose that you know, whenever you see what's going on with AirGrid and CRU at the minute, and there's the, the spat and the tangle of, of whose fault it is, Basically, in the last 10 years, we haven't had a joined-up approach to see what is needed and what needs to be done to deliver projects on time. So uh, the government has called for a review. I would suggest that we don't need a review. We simply need action. There are some things that we can do very quickly to get renewable projects on the ground and energised. Okay. Uh, Obviously, there are a lot of challenges out there, and we've talked about some of them. But we know... From your point of view, this uh, this big increase in wholesale electricity prices that we've seen, this is a boom in financial terms for renewables generators like you, right? Well, I don't agree with that, to be honest, because renewable projects tend to be developed at set prices. And indeed, the res process, which most renewable projects are signed up to now, that actually allows for a repayment over a set price back to the government. So when we talk about windfall taxes to energy supply companies, that doesn't actually apply to renewable projects because renewables are are set on the prices that they can achieve throughout the lifetime of the project. I do see Energia has been um, in in their results talking about you know high power prices helping them out, but uh, you know each project is different as you alluded to. They, they they tend to have different projects for what they're doing. So there's lots going on, Paul, and it's obviously a big challenge for us both in terms of the short term and what's going to happen this winter, and obviously the longer term to to make this transition to renewable electricity. So I'm sure we'll be talking to you again about it. That's Paul Carson, Chief Executive of Strategic Power Projects. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.